Joe Biden makes more concessions to China. Not really a surprise. I mean, he's got mortgage payments to make. Bureaucracies have decided that the Palestinian flag is more important than the American flag. And celebrities have found a new way to make use of aborted fetuses and keep themselves looking young and beautiful. This is Gene, and you're listening to Dumbasses Talking Politics. Hey, hey, this is Gene. Welcome back to Dumbasses Talking Politics. Yes, I didn't do a podcast yesterday. You didn't miss it. Uh, we had some issues I had to deal with, so I took the day off. Anyway, I, I still think I'm going to take a day off in the middle of the week, simply because Thursdays are bad for me. I just have a lot of stuff going on, and it, it's it's one of those things, you know, I need to shuffle my priorities a little bit. Well, and it's probably a good thing that I took yesterday off anyway, because this, a couple new news stories have come off come up and I got to tell you they're a little disturbing. So here's here's the th- here's the deal. Uh when 9/11 happened, about 5 6 years after 9/11, when people started protesting the Afghanistan and Iraq wars, which I was one of them. I wasn't a fan of the I didn't protest, but I wasn't a fan of the Afghan and uh Iraq wars. I definitely was not a fan of the Iraq war. I thought that George W. Bush invaded Iraq to clean up his father's mess. I didn't believe in any of this bullshit about blood for oil. But in Afghanistan, I actually thought we needed to go into and take over. I thought Afghanistan was a terrorist state, not much different than Iran, which I think eventually we're going to end up having to deal with eventually. I, I just, what I really had a problem with was five, six years after the war, and then two or three years after bin Laden was killed, my concern was that the young youth were going to forget about 9-11. That people who were born during or after 9-11 weren't going to realize how bad it really was. And they were going to forget. And they were just, people were going to ask, well, who committed 9-11? Which they're doing today. I mean, the Man on the Street series that you see on, let's say, Fox News, Daily Wire, places like that. They ask who who actually committed the terrorist attack of 9-11, and no one can answer. No one can answer what country. No one can answer what was knocked down. Because the youth just is like that. They don't care. And that's what it comes down. Now, I thought, so I thought that would be a tragedy if we flat out, if our youth, Gen Z, Gen A, Alpha, if they actually forgot what 9-11 was about. I thought that would be a very bad thing. Well... It turns out they haven't forgotten what 9-11 is about. What they have done, though, is made 9-11 justified. They've justified it. They've justified the killing of 3,000 people. They've justified the taking down of the Pentagon and the Twin Towers and the killing of the people on uh, the, the flight in, in Pennsylvania. They, they don't care. They said, hey, Al-Qaeda, they had every right to do what they did. And I find that more disturbing. Well, of course, now this trend has gotten big on TikTok. Now, TikTok, of course, let this go for a while. And then they realized, wait a minute, what the hell is TikTok allowing these posts that are justifying 9-11? And then TikTok eventually said, oh, we got to take this off because the Chinese realized that they don't want to get they don't want to go too extreme and get banned. 
So TikTok actually started pulling these posts, but not before we grabbed them, of course. And there's some pretty disturbing posts. So essentially what happened was a <clears throat> a release, a re-release of Osama bin Laden, who was the mastermind of 9-11. Osama bin Laden's letter to America came out. Now, this letter was written in 2002, right after the attack. And basically it is, if you go to Dumbasses Talking Politics, you can read the letter, it's there. <clears throat> I read it back in 2002. This was not something everyone wanted to read this thing. And it basically is nothing but dripping with hate. It wants to kill all the Jews. It wants to destroy Western civilization. It blames the United States for the attack that killed 3,000 people. It wants to destroy all the infidels, kill all the infidels. It wants Sharia law implemented. It wants uh, only Islam to exist and all other religions to be destroyed. It's basically your typical Islamic jihad wish list. That's all it is. And it goes and it, it lists, it, it is formed like that. It's just A, we want this, we want that, we want that. That's, that's what it is. Well, people read this damn thing. And they suddenly said, oh, that justifies 9-11. So 9-11, completely understand why they decided to blow up th two buildings and kill 3,000 people. So here are a couple of these TikToks. One, she sounds like she's a little literate. So, I mean, she sounds like she can speak. I mean, she's still an idiot, but she's... Because if you... Let me put it to you this way. If you read this letter... And I encourage you to go to the website and read it. If you read this letter, you're going to say, yeah, that's something they've been talking about for freaking centuries. These people are animals. These people don't care. They will kill you. As a matter of fact, if you're an LGBTQIA poop emoji supporter, you should probably read this and say, oh my God, that's enough reason not to support the Palestinian uh, problem. That's not a reason to support Gaza because look at what they want to do. They're talking about, he's talking about eliminating you people. He's talking about putting a, a, a veil on all you women that are supporting this. He's talking about throwing you gay people and trans people off of buildings. He is talking about killing you. He is talking about you who, who, who godless freaks out there. He wants you to die because you will not get on your knees and start worshiping Allah. He's talking about killing you. But these people don't get that. They, they do not get it. So let's listen, let's listen to this first broad. Um, at least you can understand what she's saying, even though what she's saying is trash. Let's listen. I've been seeing a bunch of people reading Bin Laden's letter to America for the first time and they're feeling like shocked and grossed out that it's as reasonable as it is in comparison to what they were expecting. And I'm seeing a bunch of people in their comments being like, did you forget the violence? Did you, did you skip over all the, the religious extremism? Did you miss that part? Did you, did you forget what he did? And to those people, to anyone who would have that reaction to seeing that reaction to Bin Laden's letter to America, how do you respond to people who support the US military? 
When you see somebody supporting the U.S. military, openly showing support for the U.S. military, are you vastly more disgusted with them? You ask them if they just haven't noticed all the religious extremism? Do you ask them if they've forgotten about all of the violence? Are you proportionately disgusted? Because you should be vastly more disgusted. If not, why isn't your reaction proportionate? I hate when lefties do this. I really do. This is a pure deflect, project and deflect. Okay, she basically is arguing. Her argument is our military is is religiously radical, is what she's saying. Uh, and that's why we invaded Afghanistan and Iraq. Now, we're a lot of things in this country. Religiously radical is not. As a matter of fact, if you look at our military, ours is the most diverse military in the world. You can be Muslim, Jewish, Shinto, Catholic in our military. Can other militaries say that? Well, we can tell you one military that can't say that. It's Iran. Iran has two militaries. They have their standard army, which is under the president of Iran, and they have the Revolutionary Guard, which is under the Shah. I'm sorry, not the Shah, the Ayatollah. And the Ayatollah, it, and it, to be part a member of the Revolutionary Guard, you have to be an extreme radical Islamist. And by the way, as far as diversity goes, there's no diversity. They're all Muslim. There are no Jews. There are no Catholics in freaking Iran. And if you are a Catholic or a Jew, you're going to be caught, you're going to be arrested, and you're going to be executed. So as far as we're radical religious nuts here in the United States, that's insane. Every other country has got that are more radical than we are. Look at the Soviet Union. They got two armies too. They got the KGB and they got the Red Army. Read the Gulag Archipelago. It describes them. The, the Red Army and the KGB, which was the Cheka, which became the uh, GPU, which became the NKVD, which became the the KGB. The 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 NKVD and and KGB have been fighting with the Red Army for years. They are not diverse. They're stuck by ideology. The United States is the most diverse military. We're not stuck by any ideology. The military is just there. It, absolutely incredible. And then and this broad acts like, you know, 9-11 just happened, just happened because finally the Muslims got tired of it. Uh, I don't know. In the 70s, they took the, there was the uh, hostage crisis in Iran, the Iranian hostage crisis in the 70s. In the 80s, they blew up Beirut and Hezbollah was attacking Israel. In the 90s, we had another, we had the bombing of the World Trade Center and we had the blowing up of the USS Coal. In the 2000s, we, and those are just a list, a partial list of what actually happened back then. It's incredible that these people just have, are so inept. They're so lost when it comes to what has happened in history as far as terrorism goes. There's been terrorism left and right. And these guys just think that, oh, they're just fighting for peace. And by the way, I don't care. She can, 
in her nice sweater with her cup of coffee in her hand. She can look as intellectual as she wants. She looks like an idiot. And by the way, she was the intelligent one. Listen to this broad after reading the Obama letter to America. I mean, my God, I didn't even understand what she said. I had to play this gal to Josie so she could sit there and I can ask her, did you understand anything she said? She said, no. Let's listen to this broad. This is this is great. Wait, is this satire? Y'all defending Osama Bin Laden now? It's not that I'm defending him. I'm not defending him because like everything is fucked up. Like all of this shit is fucked up. But I'm not about to sit here and act like he's just the worst person in the world when America has literally been terrorizing people since the beginning of history. America is literally built on terrorizing people. When, when, um, what's his name? Fucking whatever the guy's name is that discovered America and found the land, he lied. It's been a lie. Everything's a lie. And it's like, like, I'm not going to, like, put yourself in their shoes. Put yourself in their shoes. 3,000 people died during 9-11. 3,000 people. 3,000. Compared to the millions that Americans have killed in Palestine? I'm not saying that the 3,000 people deserve to die because they did not deserve to die. Nobody deserves to die. None of this shit should be happening. But at the end of the day, it's happening and we have to be real about the situation. Like, and then it's like, okay, defending Osama Bin Laden. And we're supposed to be defending America for giving them our, our hard-earned money to kill people? For gen Like, what? That don't even make, like, I'm so pissed off right now. Y'all don't even understand, like... Oh my God, like I'm so fucking mad, bro. And I'm mad because I couldn't, I can't do nothing about it. Like, what can we do? What can we do? Oh my God. I mean, Jesus, what can you say about this broad? I, she is just, she has no freaking idea what she's talking about. Her facts are wrong. Everything is wrong about what she's saying. There's just no way to have a conversation with this one. I, I to, to sit back, I, since... In, in all of history, uh, United States hasn't been around in all of history, and I'm pretty sure there have been worse civilizations. I'm pretty sure the Nazis were probably worse. I'm pretty sure the Egyptians that the whale before Christ were worse. I mean, they basically enslaved everybody. I'm pretty sure there the Romans were worse. I, I'm not exactly clear as to how the United States became the worst civilization in history. I, I this this whole thing this is this is the deal read the letter that's all I've got to say read the letter because the letter says it all and if you read that letter and I read that letter and we both come with completely different views if I'm reading this letter and I'm saying yeah this is um this is the typical radical islamist belief system and uh uh, yeah, and I think this is terrible. I mean, one line here. This is why the American people cannot be innocent of all crimes committed by the Americans and Jews against us. I mean, this is what they think. They're justified in killing us. And this broad, who, by the way, is sitting in a bathroom wearing a $75 uh, t-shirt, talking on her $1,000 phone, all of it was created by Western civilization, by the way, she'd be hung. She'd be burned at the stake. She'd be buried in the ground and stoned. So I don't want to hear, or better yet, she'd be raped first because that's what they do. So I don't want to hear from these people. 
If you're reading this and you think to yourself, oh, completely justified, 9-11, you've got a problem. You've got a real problem. Okay, speaking of problems, the United States can't seem to get out of China's way, and we seem to be helping them. And I don't understand. I mean, Joe Biden does have... This is what happens when you have a compromised president. And we have such a worthless... The Republican Party is so worthless. So worthless. Not they're not doing a damn thing about it. Because I, I got to be honest with you, seems to me most of the Republican Party is in the pockets of these people. It's kind of like, why, why hasn't the United States secured the border and gotten rid of the drug cartels? Well, I mean, it seems like this is kind of a slam dunk because they're getting paid by the drug cartels. I, let's face it, the drug problem in the United States has been supported by the government, and it doesn't matter who's running the government, doesn't matter if it's Reagan, if it's Clinton, if it's Bush, if it's Obama, if it's Trump, if it's Biden, it's the same thing. It doesn't make any difference. Nothing gets done. These people are not interested in doing anything. So, and here we go. Chinese, we make these deals with the Chinese and no one says anything. This isn't even a top news story. So, according to Fox News, the State Department announced this week that it struck a deal with, the Chinese, with its Chinese counterparts pledging to, quote, accelerate the substitution of coal, oil, and gas generation, end quote, with green energy sources like wind and solar power. Because we know those work. Wind power and solar power, they work so well. Unless there's no wind and it's cloudy. Anyway, the nations, which account for nearly half the global greenhouse gas emissions, by the way, bad statement here, uh, China is far and beyond even the United States. I think they're like t twice to three times producing more gas em more emissions than the United States is, which is makes me wonder why Greta isn't running around China screaming at them. But she's not, she, because she's a, just a communist and she's against... Uh, She's against Western civilization, and for some reason we need to destroy Western civilization and capitalism. That's her entire shtick. Anyway, the nations which account for nearly half the global greenhouse gas emissions also agreed to, quote, deepen policy exchanges, end quote, on reducing carbon emissions in various sectors like power, industry, building, and transportation across their economies. But the agreement which the nations further pledged to, quote, sufficiently accelerate renewable energy deployment in their respective economies through 2030, end quote, was criticized over its potential impact on U.S. consumers because they don't count. American, American citizens don't count. Chinese citizens already know they don't count. So China can do whatever they want to do over there and they'll just throw people in a concentration camp who disagree with them, or execute them, or throw them in a gulag, or re-educate them, or, what, or don't let them travel, or don't let them do anything. And by the way, the Chinese people, they have no idea what's going on anyway, because they've got censorship, so they don't know. Experts also noted that China has rarely followed through on international accords and stands to financially benefit from such an agreement since it controls much of the world's green energy supply chain. In other words, all this battery power that we're using in our Teslas and in our EVs, yeah, they come from China. And how does China get that stuff? For example, how do they get the rare earth minerals 
to be able to produce batteries because the United States can't produce that, that level of battery. Where? Through their Belt and Road Initiative. They go to other countries. They make promises to other countries. They mine the living shit out of those other countries and basically enslave them through, uh, through debt. So you guys owe us all this money. We've raped your country. Now you are beholden to the Chinese government and then the Chinese government takes over that, that country. It's already happening in Africa. It's, it's going to happen. It, they try, they're trying to do it in India. They're trying to do it in Afghanistan. This is stuff that the American public, if they learned a book, would actually realize what China is doing. Their belt, and, and it's not like Xi is hiding the ball here. Xi is saying it. He is having conferences with these communist countries. These countries that weren't communist before are communist now because of the debt these countries owe to China because of this Belt and Road Initiative. And he's saying we're creating a new world order based off China. Now, we talk a lot about the Great Reset. But the fact of the matter is the Great Reset is nothing compared to what China is try- is actually doing. The Great Reset is still an idea that they want to implement in Davos through by Klaus Schwab. That's only an idea. In China, they're doing it already. They're centralizing power. They're becoming the new Roman Empire. They're becoming the new Nazi Fourth Reich. They're doing it with concentration camps and slave labor and all. And the United States doesn't care. They just keep making these deals. And by the way, they're right. China never falls through on any of these deals. Do you think they're they're creating a, once a week, they're creating a new coal-powered plant. Once a week. Do you think China's just going to stop doing that? Of course not. They're not doing that. Joe Biden knows that. He doesn't care. He's got to get his pay. He's got to get his paycheck so he can pay his mortgage, get a new Corvette, maybe buy a a file cabinet for all the secret documents he keeps sneaking into his house in Delaware. Continuing, in addition, the U.S. and China pledge under the agreement Tuesday to each advance five large scale carbon capture utilization storage projects by the end of the decade. Well, there's a load of bullshit. You're going to create carbon capture. They've been working on carbon capture for about 20 years. They don't know how to do it. And what carbon capture is, that a, comp- that a company is, is spitting out carbon from their factory, carbon capture will actually capture the carbon before it ends up in the atmosphere. They have no idea how to do it. And this is not a thing. But China, they'll sit there and say, well, you guys, we, we can make the product to do the carbon capture. We can make the windmills. We can make the solar panels. We can make the batteries, the rechargeable batteries. So what we're doing is, and this is what the article basically said, we are becoming perpetual customers of China. Where we just give China money, 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 and they don't do a damn thing except lie and not follow through on anything. And the United States becomes dependent on them. And by the way, that's part of the Belt and Road Initiative. Make other countries dependent on China. And that's what they're doing. 
The agreement was finalized during Special President Envoy for Climate Change John Kerry's meeting with Chinese Special Envoy for Climate Change Xi Zhenhua in Sunny Lins, California last week. And it came shortly before Biden met with the Chinese President Xi Jinping in San Francisco. Bullshit. Uh, just complete bullshit. Make our lives miserable. Get rid of our electricity. Get rid of our air conditioning. Get rid of our heaters. Get rid of our refrigerators, our stoves. Get rid of our microwaves. Get rid of everything here so that we can, you know, bow down to China. You notice that Joe Biden, the only thing, and by the way, Joe Biden wants to get rid of menthol cigarettes now. That's going to be his new thing. Let's legalize weed, meth, and heroin, but get rid of cigarettes. It makes a lot of sense to me. You notice how we are just, the government's main goal is to take away our freedoms, but legalize the things that'll make us dumber. Absolutely incredible. Yeah, this is going to work out. And by the way, we, we're going to need to we're going to need to do something about this eventually. And basically, what we're going to need to do to fix this country, we're going to need to become isolationist. We're going to need to eliminate the bureaucratic state because that's what's running things now. The, Joe Biden is not running dick right now, and it's not because he's he's got dementia. He's not running dick right now because we have created such a huge bureaucratic state that no politician is running anything right now. It is the EPA. It is the IRS. It is the FBI, the CIA. All those three-letter fascist organizations are running everything right now. The president has no power. Well, you know how the president can become power? Next president comes up, he, he sets up a constitutional convention that puts limits on the bureaucracy and he destroys the bureaucracy. That's the only way we're going to... We never had bureaucracies until about the 1900s. We never had bureaucracies. Has life gotten better? Yes, the technology is there, but life has not gotten better. Freedoms have not been expanded under the bureaucracy. It has gotten worse. All right, so there we go. Good for us. We are we are becoming Chinese. I hope you speak Chinese. I know I don't, so I, I can't even get Spanish down. And I'm going to have to learn Chinese? Jesus. Okay, here's another one. And, okay, I have said this many times. If you are so pro other countries, move to those other countries. Nobody in the United States is going to stop you. You want to be a Palestinian, go to Gaza. Go to southern Lebanon. Go to the West Bank. Move to Saudi Arabia. Move to Kuwait. Move. Go. Get out of the country. Move to the Russia. Move to China. Don't stay in. Don't ruin, don't ruin our country. And I'm getting to the point where, <coughs> personally, and this is fascistic, I won't lie, deport everybody. If you, if you hate this country that much, just deport this country. Just, just deport these people. Get them out of our country. They're not helping us. There's no, as we've seen with the 9-11 people, there is no way to negotiate. There's no dialogue. There's no conversation. There's no debate with these people. There is no way we can be 
on such opposite ends of the spectrum that we can have a discussion. We see this no clearer than we see with this Palestinian thing and how they are actually just trying to replace the United States and our values. In this next section, there are actually two stories, both involving the Palestinian flag. But there are two separate lessons we can learn from this. The first story represents cowardice. The second story represents intimidation and hate for our country. And we need to take a look at both of them differently, with different eyes, because we can learn, we can learn two lessons here. Okay, so the first story. A Massachusetts town will fly a Palestinian flag over the public park for a month despite heated disagreement among residents. The town of North Anover, about 25 miles north of Boston, on Monday approved a proposal to fly the Palestinian flag on, an, on the flagpole of North Anover Town Common Park. The black, white, and green and red flag of the Palestinian Liberation Organization. That's a very important point. Let's remember something here about the Palestinian flag. It doesn't represent anything. It represents a terrorist group. Okay? The, it represents the PLO. There is no Palestine. There has never been a country called Palestine. In the history of the world, there has never been a country called Palestine. It's never existed. It's like where Harry Potter lives. It just isn't there. Maybe in another dimension. Palestine was discovered, was under the Roman Empire, which defeated Israel back about 800 BC, somewhere around there. The land was called Palestine as an insult to the Jews because Palestine is means the land of the Philistines. The Philistines was a dead society after it tried to attack the Israelis. And you remember David and Goliath, they, they, the king of the Jews, threw a, a rock at the, the huge Philistine Goliath and killed him. It, they defeated the Philistines. And then the Roman Empire, about 800,000 years later, defeated Roman Empire defeated Israel and basically created Palestine and then Jesus was born. Israel has been in that spot a thousand years, eight, about seven, eight hundred years before Islam was even discovered. So to sit back and say, oh, Israel is colonizing. No, Israel was colonized. So Palestine was there, but it was under Roman rule and it was considered the Roman Empire. It was never considered Palestine. It was in its own state. And then, of course, the Persians took over. Then the Turks took over. I mean, then you had a bunch of different civilizations that are no longer in existence take over. Palestine never existed. It was never acknowledged as a separate country. That's history. So that flag represents the Palestinian Liberation Organization, which was a terrorist group under Yasser Arafat back in the 70s. So it's never represented a country. Continuing. Was hoisted on the park's flagpole to fly below the American flag and the POW, MIA, Missing in Action, and Prisoners of War flag. The flag was scheduled to remain flying in the park until 
from Tuesday morning until December 7th. Dozens of people showed up at the Monday select board meeting to express their opinions on raising the Palestinian flag. Now, here's the thing. This township believed they didn't have a choice. Okay. They uh, previously, they had flown the Israeli flag in the same way. They actually always fly the American flag first, the the, uh, POW flag, and then they fly whichever flag. They've flown the trans, they've flown the LGBTQIA plus flag. They actually didn't want to do that, but and or the LGBTQ group sued and they end up having to fly the flag. So there's court precedence on this. So they precedence, excuse me. So they did fly that flag. And now so they've been taught basically that they have to fly flags of different ideologies. And so they had already signed the permit for the Palestinian flag before the war, before October 7th. And they felt like they couldn't pull the permit because then it would be a a violation of allowing any ideology to fly. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. It's the same thing. See, the, the, the satanic temple, which we'll get to in a second, they did the same thing. There was, it was a town, I think it was in Massachusetts too, a town had a nativity scene put up and then the satanic temple wanted to put a satanic scene up. And they, the, the township said no, they sued and for freedom of religion, we've talked about this before, they had, they were forced to make the, let the satanic temple put up their crap and then they just decided we'll pull all permits. No one's going to put up anything. Here's the thing, and this is the first lesson. Um, We can actually have standards. We can sit back and say, you know what? No, that does not meet the standards of the town, of the state, or the country. We We can say, no, the satanic temple is not a foundation that we, is not a standard that we want to keep up to. And we can ban the satanic temple's uh, nativity scene. We can do the same thing for the Palestinian Liberation Organization flag. We can sit back and say, no, we're not putting up that flag. It's a terrorist organization. That goes beyond our standards. Israel is a democracy, and actually our country was founded on their moral competence. That's where this country was founded. The Constitution is written with moral, with the moral base from Israel, the Bible, things like that. We can keep that standard. But the PLO, that is a terrorist organization. We're not using their flag. This is pure cowardice as the reason why they didn't pull this permit. It's not hatred. The, the, they, the, the township did not want this flag up. It's just pure hatred. That's all it is. It's just, I'm hatred. It's just pure cowardice. That's all it is. So, you know, until we as a country become brave and stop saying that, oh, we have the freedom to do everything, that's not true. We don't have the freedom to do everything. I don't have the freedom to have sex with a five-year-old. I shouldn't have that freedom. But the fact of the matter is, with the standards being blown up, how long is it going to be before I'm going to be allowed to have sex with a five-year-old? As we see, this is happening. We're just blowing up 
every standard within this country. This is a standard that shouldn't be blown up. You're, you people in this North Anover township, you are a bunch of cowards. You should have pulled this and let them take it to court. But hatred, we, we have hatred. Here's some hatred. This is a story from the post-millennial. Fremont High School in Oakland, California went viral after a photo showed the flagpole in front of the Fremont High School flying the Palestinian flag, reported reportedly in place of the American flag. The photo was initially posted to X by freelance reporter Zach Haber on Tuesday, and by Wednesday the flag the flag was gone, according to KTVU. Because here's the thing, these people are cowards. These pro-Palestinian, you notice they always have their faces covered? They never are, are just out there really standing by there. They're afraid because they know their ideology is flawed, immoral, evil, and wrong. They know that most people don't believe in this. They know they can't debate their position. They know they don't even know their position. But they do it anyway, and then they, they hide themselves, and they hide it. This is a, an example. You guys believe this. And and suddenly you, you take the flag down? Why is that? Because people noticed? Because then you'd have to defend your position? Well, the answer is yeah. They're cowards. Shira, and of is, Israeli and Arab ethnicity, is the mother of, seventh, of a 7th grade son in Oakland Unified School District and told the outlet, our students are struggling to keep up with after COVID with their math, their reading, and I don't understand why this is such an issue here. And if it was about peace, there would have been an Israeli flag and a peace sign as well. It causes real damage on the ground, on the grounds to the students, and it causes more divisiveness and puts our children in harm's way. We already have to deal with violence on school grounds, and now we're going to have to deal with a geopolitical conflict. Well, she's right, except I'm not really sure where she's coming from. Um, here, here's the thing. The schools are not meant to deal with geopolitical conflicts. They're there to learn how to read and write and do math and, and science and things like this. The school has no business doing any of this. Zoya Weiss, a mother of six whose family immigrated from Russia to flee anti-Semitism, their uh, anti-Semitism said, it is very clear, by the way, the Russians, the Soviet Union, extremely anti-Semitic. If you were a Jew, you were thrown in a gulag if you were not shot in the back of the head. They were notorious for it. It is very clear. When you fly a Palestinian flag over a public school and you are taking a stand, if they were taking a humanitarian approach and their resolutions and their thoughts and their ideas were around bringing home hostages or around peace as a whole in the region, that would be one thing. But they're clearly taking a stand, and that stand is anti-Semitism. Attorney Laurel Powell noted on X that California law requires the American flag and California flag to be, quote, prominently installed, displayed, and maintained, end quote, at every school. So basically, they violated the law, too. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I would normally say kick these people out of, kick the school board, kick, because this had to be voted by the school board. Kick the superintendent out, kick the principal out, kick them all out of the country. They don't want to leave the country, though. They hate the country, but they don't want to leave the country. They want to change the country. We should deport them. Or at least, in the very least, probably more realistic, fire them. 
But these people in Oakland, which is a far left country, far left, well, it's it's almost its own country, far left, they voted for this. They voted for this kind of hate, which the left always says stand for. They, the left hates people. They hate Catholics. They hate Jews. I got news for you. They, they support the Muslims a lot. They hate the Muslims too. They don't like anybody that has any type of religion. They like Muslims better because the Muslims suppress everything. And that's what the left wants to do. Suppress. Take away freedoms. There's no freedoms in Sharia law. And they love that. But the problem is they're still religious. They still have a God. It's a twisted God. It's the devil. But they still have a God. And by the way, yes, I believe that the Christian God is the right God. The Muslim God is not the, the real God. It is Allah is not God. This, this bullshit where everyone says that all gods are the same is just completely wrong. All gods are not the same. The, Islam, the Islamic God is not the Christian God. And they have nothing to do with each other. One God is... is you might as well not even practice a religion if you're worshiping Allah. Especially with what the Islamists believe. But the fact of the matter is, they, they support... that. That's exactly why they support the, the Islamists. They support the... They are not of Western civilization... They support the destruction of Western civilization. They like the way they run things. And they want to run things just like the Islamists do. That's why there's this big push for Sharia law everywhere. Michigan, Minnesota. There's a huge push for Sharia, implementing Sharia law over national American law. The problem is these, these leftists don't quite understand. Yeah, um, you will be in their target. You're an LGBT activist? Let's shove them off a roof. You don't want to wear a hijab? Let's stone her. That's how they think. There's no feminism in is Islam. So you fire these people and throw them in jail. Do what needs to be done. Okay. So let's let's hit our last story, and this is a this is a good one. Idiocracy has become reality. Idiocracy was a movie about 10 years ago. It was out 10, 15 years ago. Very funny movie. And it basically talks about how our society has dumbed down to the point that it's barely functioning. It's hardly functioning. This is an example of one of the scenes in Idiocracy is how doctors and pharmaceutical companies were so busy trying to develop medicine to keep an erection that they didn't bother with like cancer and grow hair. That's it. To keep erections and grow hair that they didn't bother with things like, you know, cancer. Well, th here, this is straight out of idiocracy. According to Fox News, a now viral heart transplant cardiologist with Hollywood, with Hollywood patients revealed that celebrities are now using stem cell injections to extend their lifespan and create a youthful appearance that, in some cases, can make them appear 10 years younger. Dr. Ernest von Schwartz is a triple-board certified internist, cardiologist, and heart transplant specialist at Cedars-Sinai Medical Center, the David Geffen School of Medicine at UCLA, and the Heart Institute of Southern California. He is also one of the pioneering 
thought leaders in the modern future technologies, such as stem cell therapies for chronic disease for the heart and other organs. He went viral when he predicted that the use of stem cells would extend human life to 120 years by the end of the decade. Schwartz now says that the number could reach 150 by the middle of the century. So a bunch of celebrities are getting these stem cell injections to be younger, to look younger. They're basically doing it to look younger. These people living to 120 or 150 is not exactly what there's in mind. They just want to make sure they keep that look of being 17. Now, people who have done this stuff, Harry Styles, there's a shock. Margot Robbie, there's a shock. She's getting up there in age. She still looks great, but she's getting up there in age. And David Beckham, which is kind of David Beckham? Really? You're going to spend all this money on stem shell shots? You're worthless anyway. You stopped playing soccer years ago. Now, here's the thing that really, it's called microneedling. So basically, they go through different parts of the body and insert, insert stem cells into that part of the body. Stem cells are basically cells that have no DNA. And they attach, and then they, they, they take the DNA, and then they grow, and they, they become brand new cells. So it, it, it's something that is used primarily in the old days for things like blood cancer or bone marrow cancer. They've been using cancers. They've been using stem cells to basically brain problems. They've been removing parts of a brain and inserting stem cells so that new cells will grow in a certain area and replace uh, infected cells. That's basically what this is used for. It's It's a very interesting topic. Here's the kicker. There are a couple of ways to get stem cells. The first is to actually take them out of umbilical cords. So when a baby is born, the the umbilical cord is nothing but stem cells. Um, The other way to get them is to manufacture them. They can be manufactured. The third way is to get them from the brains of dead babies, babies. In other words, aborted fetuses. Now, one of the questions that this article did bring up, where are you getting these stem cells to do this microneedling? And no one answers. And of course, this guy, David Geffen, is big in California. Where do you think he gets those stem cells? You can create the stem cells in a lab. I mean, that can be done. But it takes time. Whereas, hey, aborted fetus, no problem. Let's crack open the head and grab all the stem cells. Let's crack open the bone marrow and grab all the stem cells. It's a lot easier to do than making it in a lab. And we just, we don't have enough babies to use the umbilical cord. Half the time, the umbilical cord is used by the parent. Yeah, evil, evil. If you look at it that way, it is evil. If you, if you look at it in another way, this, uh, did I say David Geffen? I mean, Ernest von Schwartz. This Ernest von Schwartz guy is practicing idiocracy. Instead of figuring out how to fix hearts, deal with cancer, make a better transplant method. He's coming up with bullshit concerning making making actors look younger. It Pure idiocracy. Okay, watch that movie this weekend, by the way. It's really a good movie. Okay, I hope you guys have a great weekend. I'll talk to you Monday. 
God bless. This is Gene, and you've listened to Dumbasses Talking Politics. Thank you.